Hello, everybody, and welcome to Survivor JJC, except tonight it is Survivor JEC. My name is Colleen. I'm Jamie. Oh, Elena, you're muted again. Uh, <laughs> well, that's Elena. I swear she was talking right just a here. moment ago. You're right here. We heard her. <laughs> uh, Jack is uh, feeling under the weather tonight, so uh, he is going to bed early. Elena, nope, you're still muted. Uh, uh, let me see if I can unmute you. Oh, your mic is not connected. I got it. I'm oh, here. There you go. Hooray. I'm here and I'm clear. Yay. Yay. And your phone is getting an Amber Alert? No. <laughs> no. Just wait. Oh, gosh. Um, yes. So Elena is stepping in for Jack, although he did send me his top five picks for when we get to that portion. Smart guy. Smart guy. Don't leave it to me. <laughs> I believe you did okay for him last season. I so. No, I don't think you did. Maybe one one out of every five times. Yeah, I did. All yeah. Right. <laughs> there we go. Um. Anyway, uh, um, <clears throat> a bit of a uh, I want to say exciting episode, but I, I I don't know what the right word is here because I it was a nail biter. Like, yeah, I didn't like it. It made me scared. It, it was edited really weirdly, like oddly. At one point, I was like, is Jam Jam just like, you know, acting? Because he's we know that he's acted before with Carolyn that they've done a bit. But like, right, she looked right. genuinely freaked out. Um, and then like, she turned to them and said, what the F at the end? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, those, and I forgot to mention for right everybody word. joining us live. Uh, I am uh, podcasting like it's 2019 again. Um, my mother is joined, is visiting in town because tomorrow Zachary has a concert and a baseball game. So she is going to both. And I am in Jay's studio. So lots of things to look at behind me. <laughs> That's fine. I'm in my garage for no logical reason. Oh, There's cool. no excuse. I'm just here. Well, you know what? The lighting is good. So, <laughs> all right. Win. <laughs> really, all that matters. The lighting in here, I feel like, is very off. Like, I don't. I, I'm looking, I'm like, I don't look like me. <laughs> right, not at the right angles. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Yeah. This episode was kind of intense. Yeah. What, what did you yeah. guys think? It was a little weird. I, I went into the episode actually looking to pay attention to Jamie because I caught one of Danny's exit interviews. And he spent a lot of time talking about how Jamie's edit is BS and oh, that really? she is actually incredibly intelligent and is the one who has taught everybody at camp how to do the things they do at camp uh, and has a really good, had a really good read on a lot of the players. So when we saw the whole, yeah, the whole thing with the like, oh, I had a fake idol or I had an idol and it went out with Kane or whatever. She doesn't, didn't know it was fake. Um, yeah, but that kind of explains like why everyone was like, "No, I don't believe her," right? Because oh, like, so that's you... when you were like, yeah. "Okay, there's no way this chick is winning because 
<laughs> yeah, like apparently she is a much better player than what the storytellers are allowing. Shocker. It's shocking. I know that is a shocking twist. <laughs> I can say like not someone who pays attention that much and definitely doesn't take notes during an episode. I kind of lost track of the fact that Heidi was left so vulnerable in this episode and after Danny left last last one. Um, yeah. So it seemed like an ine inevitability that Heidi would be such a target. Um, and she believed herself to be at the end yeah. and yeah. totally nope. un, you know, not a uh, single age in fruition and burnt idol, but it just goes to show you how the edit plus, you know, their experiences and the score they're keeping maybe on the beach is so different than what we, what we see. Um, yeah. I found that just very interesting because I hadn't been really, I knew Roke, um, the Tika tribe, they're just, it's Tika. So you, that's the story of the season. Yeah, um, there's yes. so many characters on that season, but you kind of lose track of the non-Tika wing. And I thought that, you know, Heidi was the obvious target and Heidi thought she was the obvious, obvious target too. But at the end of the day, it didn't, you know, come out that way. Um, so I thought that was very interesting from start to finish of this episode. Yeah. Yeah, no, okay. that's a good point. I hate and too that she burned her idol without not like, me. I was just just gonna say, no matter what, you even it, if everything like Elena said didn't like, I would have played it anyway. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, I, exactly. She, you could tell <laughs> like nobody was trusting what anybody was doing. So I feel really bad that she burned it like without there actually being a target to like. I guess I just become so used to everybody knowing who has an idol. So like the obvious motive is always like. Let's flush the idol out. Right. Um, it's not that often that we actually get to see an idol played for nothing and nobody even knew that it existed to begin with. So I was kind of bummed, but she I, she no. didn't make the wrong move. I, I feel like she needed to play it. I, like you said, I would have. Everyone was being really sketchy. She had yeah. all the reason to play it and none of the reasons not, given what she knew about the game. And I think that, you know, we see so many times where someone in that position makes the wrong move. And I was just proud that she made the right move, given what she knew about what was going yeah. on or where, yeah. who she could trust. Yes. We, yes. Don't, we don't know who she could trust until <laughs> the votes were called. And then we saw it in hindsight. Yeah. yeah. All I'm, the thing that did worry about. So Carolyn had the plan. It, it was basically Carolyn was like, no, we have uh, Carolyn Carson. We're like, we have to stay Tika strong. Right. And we had like, you know, whatever from Jam Jam. And like, is this enough to see Jam Jam's like, was it presented tonight to show us that he's, a, if he ends up winning, he's a very flawed winner because while he has a social game, yes. like tonight was like literally like uh, Carolyn's like coming out right uh, uh, episode of like as a strategic threat, like, you know, we as we tend to get. Mm -hmm. Um and like for Jam Jam, was he just giving all that? Like, was that just a foil for Carolyn's edit's sake, or like, do you think that he really was freaking out that much and changed his vote to Jamie at the very end because he felt really bad about like the look on Carolyn's face or something? 
because he's a compassionate person and I could see I could see him also being somebody who changes their vote at the last minute because they just can't do that to their friend or whatever but um do you think he went to tribal planning to vote for Carolyn or planning to vote for Jamie like and I, is it Carson are we like is Carson get the credit for flipping him or does Carolyn get the credit for the move I don't know with Jam Jam is so confusing to me because doesn't it feel like every single week is the week he's going to turn on Tika? Like every single week, I'm convinced that he's going to flip every week. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if he's just saying it to like get an interesting story going with production or, you know what I mean? Sometimes you're going to have to say certain things that you're not actually going to do because you need to have a little leverage in your story. Um, And then he can pull that through. He does seem savvy enough to understand that we see a lot of winners who we don't think deserve the win because we're like, where's the win? How did this happen? So I guess, you know, he could be like just saying some of these things and making it sound like he feels them more than he really does, just so he has that leverage if he's sitting in the winner's circle. Right, right. I think I I kind of sniffed a little Jesse move here. Like, this is a, his opportunity to turn on his tribe and do what he needs to do to be the good player. He has the ability and knowledge and foresight to be, yeah. but he just didn't execute and i don't know if that's because he's waiting for the right opportunity next week will tell us or he's just not capable of doing it and and he's right in either regard you know he's like a human being and we all recoiled when we saw jesse do it and felt like wow like I don't know. We were we were in the room yeah. with Jesse when he when that aired. Another Like, but it's at the same time, you know, like that's what it takes. And right. I just, I know that he knows that. It's just that that whatever other motivation, maybe it's not what Jesse had, like the fire burning from his family and everything else, to like drive him over the edge. But it feels like they're both at that point where they know what it takes. And it's just, do I or don't I? Can I or can't I? And it's just so interesting to see back season back to back without them seeing each other do it. Yeah, does, that's true. You know, do I do I do it? Do I make that move? Am I a villain? Which Jesse right. didn't see it that way. He knew he he was in a game. And he wanted to win and he knew he was doing it for the right reasons. I feel like, you know, Jam Jam has that knowledge and, but it's just maybe lacking that little bit of push to get him to that point to throw care. What what argument do you think could have been presented to him? Like, I mean, if, if you were to say Carson was the one or even Carolyn, because odds are the argument would be similar. Um, what is the argument of now's not the time to get rid of Carolyn? She still has to go, um, but we can't get rid of our numbers right now. I think it's just time, right? It's like, do I, is now, is this the week to do it? Is this the vote to do it? Or do mm-hmm. I carry this one more week? And, right. you know, do I have my ally for one more week? Or do the rest is a little bit less dependable. And I think it's just buying time. It's 
at the end of the day, it's it's the so, the moment it? you decide that that is the move I make at the right. It has to feel right. I'm not having ever been there, have it, but it has to feel like that is the do or die moment. And I guess tonight was not his night. Right. Well, and also I think that there was a very good argument to be made that they had to, like at this point, they backed themselves into a corner where they had to stay Tika strong. And there's, there was and no they, reason to believe yep. that it wasn't going to be jam jam that ends up at fire against Heidi or Lauren yeah. or, or Jamie at the end. Like if one of them breaks ranks, then it's, it's over. Then, you know, oh, the next it's going right. to be another one of the three of them that goes home next. Right. And, and I think that he had to weigh the option, which, you know, of self-preservation, you know, uh, to get to the final five or final four versus, you know, like he didn't have the luxury of making the big move because his position in the tribe and the situation he was in was different than what Jesse was in last year. Yeah. So. And I think yeah. he has... The numbers were, he was able to split up a tribe at this point with one vote, right? He could get rid of Jamie yep. and Lauren was on her own. Heidi was on her own. Right. Still have the numbers. And maybe despite the fact that they played up Carolyn's move last episode and gave her more credit, maybe he still thinks his game is stronger regardless of whether she's in the game or not. Even if she makes it to the end, yeah, Jam Jam may feel like he still has a leg up on her, which I, I feel like Jesse didn't think he had. And that's why he did what he did last season. Yes. I think he, he might have a better ally in Heidi moving forward, too, than he would have had uh, if Jamie was still in. Let's say Lauren went. Um, I don't think he'd have the ally in Heidi that he would want to have. I think getting rid of Jamie was like a really important part of him getting yeah. Heidi because she's mentioned a few times. She keeps saying his name, Carolyn's name, Carson's name. I want to work with these guys. So I could easily see uh, them doing a swap and, and, you know, where they in their head, they think, okay, we can take Heidi instead of Carolyn. Mm-hmm. And and it would it would work but, in favor more than mm. Carolyn would because I feel like Carolyn is just a tad bit more loyal to Carson. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. The one thing that I would disagree with you there is Heidi might say she's in with them, but Heidi's not stupid. She knows that she can beat Lauren and Jamie. Heidi's, I think Heidi's going to make I don't think whatever I move she needs to make to move forward because she might be somewhat emotionally invested, but there are like friendly acquaintances. Like she is. Yeah, I don't think she's Heidi not has... going to like be like swayed by emotion that she can't put someone's name down. She's just going to go with whatever's going to get her to the next week. Yes. Oh, speaking of Heidi, she uh, had a, a great tweet tonight, rem uh, this afternoon, reminding us all of uh, some of the more groundbreaking um, uh, demographics of the final six. We had four people of color, um, uh, uh, four women, two men, yes. um, multiple members of the LGBTQ plus community. So it really was a very uh, kind of cool uh to break it down statistically, uh, I'm sure everybody out there listening saw her tweet or whatever. <laughs> but 
thought that was really cool. And I wanted to bring it up before I forgot because I thought that was cool. I'm old enough. You guys are probably watched Survivor longer than me to remember when it was a big deal uh, in one world when it was all women in the final five because they got rid of Tarzan. No, Tarzan. Tarzan at the final six. It's impressive enough right now when you look at how many women we have sitting right? there still. Or, or female final three, whatever. I'm not, somebody fact yeah, it was me. Like, <laughs> it was like three or four. But to, to have as, as many females in the end on this season, where at the beginning of the season, there was like so much internet chatter about how the game mm-hmm. is not fair for women in the first half and everyone's just a clean sweep. And then you look at the season, was it the season before it where it was like one woman after another woman, after another woman, after another woman, yeah. and it just kept going. So I mean, the game statistically is not fair to women in the beginning, not in the beginning, but guess what? They're there at the end and that's what really <laughs> counts. So. Um, okay. Anyway, sorry, getting back to this. Did you guys think that it was going to be Jamie or Carolyn? Did you fall for the soap opera at Tribal Council? The tears? Yeah, I did for sure. Well, it was so <laughs> funny because, you know, in my household, he did not fall for it. Alex I was like, it's going to be Jamie. <laughs> wait, wait, was Alex yelling for the orange team to win during the ball race? No, he was um, he was doing something in his room with my mom yeah. in and out throughout the episode. But then she like came downstairs um, after the immunity challenge. She they she went downstairs to get ready for bed. Uh, and Alex had showered and been ready for bed before the survivor and started. So he came and watched them like post challenge and tribal just, council with us. <laughs> the whole time I was thinking about how there's no way that your boys could be switching like which team they were picking for because it was such a clean sweep. Oh, I know. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> he was, uh, he came out because Zachary was watching the uh, reward challenge with me. Um, it's like it was like a three mile difference i mean he was like oh, way I at know. the end of the road carolyn was wandering in the jungle she wasn't i know <laughs> <laughs> jamie's ball had pieces of forest stuck to it, it was a mess. oh my god i know that that was a little bit of a mess that wasn't even close <laughs> <laughs> it was, no it was a mess um okay uh what am i know i've got to be forgetting something about this um let me, let me, oh, what about Carolyn wanting to smell Jam Jam's uh, burp? Yeah, ew. <laughs> the only part my mom saw. She was like, ew, gross. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, Carolyn did say that. I'm kind of grossed out that I did that. <laughs> like, <laughs> she had regrets. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That was really funny. Um, so gross. All right. Uh, what, what was I missing about... What was what am I missing here? Because we got a whole lot of don't judge a book by its cover, which is what we've you know all been saying about Carolyn all along. Well, I think I think the, I mean the first maybe quarter third of the episode was focused on Carolyn, right? Carolyn yes. owned last vote. She owned her yep. idol usage. She was putting a huge target on her back. And then yeah, like once she started, she couldn't stop like couldn't. just and laying it all out. Jam Jam just took it, ran with it and tried to use that to convince everyone, including, you know, the viewers that that's the yeah. direction we're going. Right. That's, yes. yeah. that's where we're it's, at. 
It's pretty bad when your own alliance member is not like, "Mm." you just painted a picture that you need to go. (laughs) And if it wasn't for Carson to kind of like steer it a little bit back and, you know, reset. But I think the whole episode was a very Carolyn centric, um, you know, storytelling, right? Yes. Her, her resume giving her, you know, credit for what happened last, last vote giving her all the, you know, uh, reason to vote her out, but then at the end, saving her, you know, by whatever negotiation happened. So I think, you know, not to get too into the edit, but I think it was a very Carolyn-centric story. And that's why I got kind of nervous. That's why I got yeah. kind of nervous. Well, at the do end. you, you even said that like, when, those of us who have seen this before, yeah. We know yeah. that that is, that's a doomsday, a like, that's the doomsday edit, right? You, right. you like, feel like two, one third, two thirds of it through, forget it. She's going home, but it, it turned out like, so what do we think at the end of the full episode that she survives is that. But is this the fallen angel edit? It could be, it could be, it's almost too close to the end uh-huh. to be the winner edit, right? Yeah, like I kind of feel the two same. episodes in a row where you get this good of an edit uh, and then go on to win. It seems like this is her glory moment, yep. but she's, you know, it, we have another, what, three hours of Survivor yes. to, um, is it going to be Warren? Like, I don't know. But if, I, if it, ends I don't. Up I don't think being, that's possible. I think it's Carson or 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 Jam Jam. Like that that wins. There's or that's, no other option. Or that's Fallen Angel. Who, that you think one? is a, in the final two? No, I feel like okay. I mean, if we're looking forward, like who can go past this episode and get a winner edit that's worthy of right. the season yes yeah it's it, got it, you're it, right it's got to be either jam jam or carson it has to you be a tika. Mate, but well, also tika, i think and now that they've actually proved that they could stick yeah. together to the final five right. i think That's that, it would be thing. egregious if it wasn't a tika yeah. unless they yeah. know that they can't like tika's begin become so strong that they're going to combust they can't survive against even each other like they don't have a strong enough story to to compete i don't know i think they could each make a case for themselves because after this week all of a sudden carolyn everybody knows uh jam jam could make a case because he even said it again at tonight like if you write my name down you went home you're going he said it again Mm -hmm. tonight to so he could make a case for that and uh carson has been consistently giving us you know through confessionals what he's doing and he's really smart that he could easily make a case for himself too. So I think that I think that if all three Tika go to the end, I think that it will be a we won't have we're either gonna have a blowout where it's gonna be unanimous or I think it could be where you know it's it's close in the vote. My, that would be exciting, right? That if would it was be actually the close. best the best ending, you know, best um, Absolutely. Well, Carolyn winning would be the best. However, she gets but, there. Yeah. But. <laughs> Honestly, any of the three getting there and the three of them battling out to me is like pure and honest 
idealistic survivor. I would love and hope to see that. Like that's my prayer that we see that. Out of those but, three, who do you think would have the best option? Would it I be don't know. Jam I mean, Jam for the final competition. I mean, he's the only one so far that's really shown how. I don't know. I mean, if it's endurance, I think Jam Jam can hold out. Yeah. Didn't if, we have a theory a few weeks ago that uh, several weeks ago at this point that Carson was going to have to go to fire because yeah. we keep getting the images in his glasses of fire, him with the fire. Yeah. yeah. Fire, fire. <laughs> Always Carson and fire. Yep. I could see it being Carson versus Carolyn in fire. Yeah. Well, well apparently Carolyn has practiced so yeah. much that she made herself oh, bleed. So. That was either new information or something <laughs> that I never know. Well, you I know, never picked up on, but I was really like happy to see that her preparedness was yes you know, Carol, that doesn't surprise me that she would be so obsessive with something that she would do it until her hands right. are bleeding. True. that checks out very much yeah. though <laughs> does. but i mean that that's like the best case scenario as a viewer i can't wait next week to see you know the three of them state their cases because i think they all have really great stories and i think we've got so much invested in the three of them and that's to say Heidi is like my avatar for this season as a person. Mm -hmm. Like I really identify very closely with her and I'm really proud of the game she's played. And I think yeah. she's been strong. She's made some moves that weren't great, but she, here she is. Um, Lauren, I loved her going into the season. I really admire her single mom story. I like applaud her just to earn it and win it just yeah. as a person. I want her to win. But My kids are rooting for her because she's an elementary teacher. And that right. um, and they relate that to that. Too, I mean, I, I feel like everyone, I can I can make a case for every single one. Thankfully, I don't have to. That's not my job, just to sit here and enjoy the season. But I think as a viewer, just to see the three Tika, you know, as far as they've come together to just have to face the fact, you know, we we thought we saw it this episode. We didn't have to see jam jam you know right. pull a rug out from under his teammate but or his tribe mate but i think at the end of the day it would be a very interesting um maybe different i don't remember the last time we had someone from such an underdog tribe overcome that and have to compete against each other in the final two or three or wherever we end up next next episode yeah it's going to be, it's going to be a crazy episode. I, I truly, I, if all three can get there, they'd have, cause somebody would have to survive fire. Yep. See, here's, here's my theory about the final three being Tika. And this is just based off of, this is based off of the amount of enthusiasm and hype that Jeff put out there about this season. Like he was so excited about this season. He could not stop talking. I mean, he always has to, he is a hype man for the show. Right. But I mean, there was something different this year where he's like, it's, it's going to blow your mind. It's so great. It's one of the best seasons we've had for years. That's because a contestant said outwardly, I met at you. <laughs> but if you think about Tika and who they represent in social That's society as a That's whole, this true. is like, this is Jeff's like dream trio. So, I mean, even though they're like, you got Carolyn, who's terrible at competitions, Jam Jam is putting the work out there. Carson's putting the work out there. I mean, like tonight in that competition, when he was in the ball and giving them the directions, like it was so good. So yeah, I, 
I'm just off of Jeff energy. Um, it's got to be Tika, right? It's got to be. I hope so. I hope so too. I really do. I but mean, even I, if it's oops, sorry. No, no, no. I, I, I think for all the reasons we've already said, it's just, uh, um, you know, we're not just talking a single underdog. We're talking about a tribe of three who have three underdogs. Point, one of the three of them could have succumbed to the Dannys and the, you yep. know, and the yep. whole. And the Jamies, apparently. And the Jamies. Yeah. Right, right, right. The things we don't get to see um, and the twists and everything else that they stayed intact. And even in a in a situation like tonight where we saw Jam Jam making that, you know, he's speaking out loud to us as a, I yeah. know this has to happen, but tonight's not not the night or or what appears to be his, you know, reasoning. It just, you know, you just have to hope that that comes to the point or um, it equates to the point where we'll see them toe to toe to toe. And that just makes it for such an exciting finale. Well, and um, it's like you said too, Colleen, like watching a steamroll, like watching a majority steamroll everybody else, isn't always the most exciting thing to watch. But watching underdogs. Right. It's a different breed, right? But then when you are in the game, stick with the numbers. Always stick with the numbers. Don't leave the numbers. Stick with them. And I think Jam Jam is smart enough that regardless of emotion, I think Jam Jam is smart enough to go stick with the numbers. Well, think about what Heidi did tonight. Because I, for the first time maybe ever, right, I looked at, who voted for who at the end of the day. And and Heidi stuck with the, um, the Tika numbers, even not even knowing yep. or counting on the fact yep. that Tika themselves were sticking with Tika. So Stick with the numbers. You, know, yep. you have, you have to take that chance. You have Great to point. either there's a lot we didn't see, or you just go with, you go with the numbers and that was the, that was the end result that you yeah. had Heidi on the Tika side and, you know, split Lauren and, and Jamie and Jamie's out. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you just heard that loud noise, it's cause I just kicked a garbage can by accident. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't realize it was there. It's a metal <laughs> one. So if you heard that, I'm sorry. Um, yes, but I, 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 I totally agree. And um, I think Jeff would also be excited if uh, we had, I think any combination of people who are left in this game in the final three would make Jeff excited. I think yeah. so too. It's just not the most um, stereotypical, you know, and, and result. We're not going to get the big brawny white guy winning. That's just right. 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 Sorry. Yeah, Gary. but. Also, he's he's been giving us a lot. It's great because we have sort of awkward personalities. So we're getting these really great, like, awkward, like, torch snuffs. That's <laughs> like, that's that's joy for me. I, I love watching I wasn't the here last episode, but I feel oh, like God. on how cringy that was. Oh, my God. I love it. And then tonight, Did you Jamie's see it like, at all? You have to just watch. It's so cringy. You, it's you so have funny. to oh, actually Jamie leaving. It. Oh yeah, I, I saw it. I saw okay. it. I, I commented <laughs> on it. Are you stepping up my torch? <laughs> oh, it was the worst. Like, yeah, go back and watch it. Oh my god. No, I don't want to go back. It. 
I, I you have to. You have to. Enough. You have to go back. <laughs> no, no, she's no. good. She's seen it once. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. No, I really, I loved Jamie's like exit tonight though, with a like, love you, love you too, Jeff. Yeah. Like, thanks, <laughs> thanks, Jamie. <laughs> um. Okay. So speaking of the players being really smart, you know how we've talked about how if players are now like. 3D printing puzzles and like yeah. getting those puzzles in the game where they're solving them super quickly. Don't you think maybe you should switch it up, format up a little bit if they're literally bringing everything yep. from camp with them to tribal because they know they're going to a new beach? They know. And thanks, <laughs> especially thanks to, thanks to Matt and his, uh, can somebody bring my bag? <laughs> oh my gosh. So, yeah. Yeah, that was so smart, though. That was so crazy smart to do that. I I didn't I didn't ex appreciate it until Jeff said, "Oh, and by the way, you know, yep. good for you. Start, yeah, <laughs> you're already prepared. Attention. Clearly, they're paying more attention than I am, despite the fact that I'm watching every week and hours and hours and, of podcasts every you know, week. You but know that." next season production is going to have a rule where they're going to say you can't bring anything to tribal but well, one bag and <laughs> you know that twists uh, to a certain extent true but you know you have to be aware that they're paying attention they have every right and if they're not paying attention to you know every season in 44 they're paying attention to the last two right yep. or last one and a half that they saw so um you know, good on them for, for acknowledging yeah. that, for responding to that. But um, yeah, I mean, it just, we need to change. The game needs to change to be relevant and be exciting for, it's a show, right? It's not yes. happening in isolation. It's for the sake of the viewer at the end of the get, at the end of the day. So, you know, we hate it when they do it, but you have to appreciate it's things like this that they recognize and and uh, oh, power to them all the way seriously and if, yeah if for you sure. look at like the casting that we've had over the last few years too we're not getting casting that's like recruits from modeling agencies right. we're getting super fan after super fan after super fan and that that means they're paying attention <laughs> like yeah right that's a decision that they're that the casting casting is making and the result for us is a benefit right and but it also comes at a consequence which is yep. you have to stay fresh and sharp and to make it interesting if we had the same smash the hourglass because that's the only way to solve the you know the puzzle of of um super fans thank god we're done with smash the hourglass i just Ugh, Never so again. He they talked about it on uh Jeff's podcast. Like two, oh, you know, two, I have yet to listen to one beyond the first one. Neither. I really should. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it is like okay, I'm gonna just tell you it's like a fine line, right? Because you are getting like a ton of information that is kind of interesting, behind the scenes stuff. But then you're also getting Jeff like really always constantly trying to sell you those ideas because it's just Right, because he does. Yes. <laughs> so it's Which, it's a know. little like you're like, oh wow, and then you're like, ah, oh, cringe. Oh, okay, cool, cringe. <laughs> like it's back and forth, but 
I mean, the, the notes about production and the set design and how they keep the sets out there. And do you remember that big, like, uh, the big pirate ship thing that they started out with on that one season? Like, they were all in that pirate ship and had to jump ship with all the crates and they yeah. had to take all that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess there was, like, a monsoon and that ship, like, was found seven miles out to sea and they had to go rescue it. And no so you, way. You get like a lot of really crazy fun backstories on things, that sort of stuff. But it, there was an That's episode that was specifically around the twists and the different twists that they've done, what worked, what didn't work. Um, the hourglass being a really big thing that uh jeff held on to for years he wanted to be able to implement it and then finally when you know it rolled around to it as a place where oh we can maybe use this idea and then it was like a failure and he's like i'm the first to admit like never again so thank god right there's some really good ones in there but then there's also things too where they're talking about the amount of days that they're out there and he's like that's not going to change and the three players at the end, that's not going to change. So there's definitely some changes that we've seen that the fans either love or hate, but it, it's not going anywhere. Right. I feel like in, in that situation, all he can do is defend and justify the decisions yep. that they make. What happens between the contestants after the casting Hopefully, we hope, right? We don't want any um, any production involvement at that point. So all they can right. do is, you know, explain the their, their yeah. side of it, and because mm -hmm. you know, it's a it's a blend. It's a blend of personalities plus what you introduce at that point, what your theme is, and what twists and turns and idols and and um, you know just what you inject into the game and it's at the end it's all hindsight right you can right. never know what the end result is going to be at the time it just has to come to fruition and sometimes you win sometimes you don't and you know right. you the consequence and hopefully it's not the contestants because they're just out there doing their best they sign up for something and they don't know what they're in for whether it's the rest of their, you know, the rest of the players at, at that time in that cast or what persona they put themselves out there to be. So it's so, there's so much at stake when you formulate a season and we just sit back and like critique right. it and there's so much going into it. There's so much, you know, just in that melting pot mixing bowl of, um, between the casting, between the people acting out what, you know, who they are and what they think they should be and yeah. what the production does to come to what the season ends up being. And it's just unfair for us to just pick and Well, and they really, I mean, a lot of these, a lot of these people that are in production have worked together for years and years and years and years, especially in the art department. Uh, they're talking about how the, production and art department is like it's like triple lingual it's not even bilingual because well yeah when cause... they used to like travel to different locations they would uh, pick up new crew no, members at so. all of the new locations that they were jumping to so they were getting people from all over the globe joining up with them yeah uh, so you know not only do you have 
a set of ideas with multiple personalities coming in to try to formulate a plan for the show, you actually have multiple cultures coming in with ideas with a plan. And it's like, you know, and sometimes you can see that that works out really well. And sometimes you can tell it's, it's, a, right. little messy. it's a little messy. <laughs> Um, but you know what they did? They did good. I think they, I can't complain about anybody in the cast this season. I think they got a nope. really good blend Agreed. of of people. And I think that, and I, we've talked about this before it, uh, with Jack, that I personally think that oh, Carolyn's going to Carolyn and Jam Jam's going to Jam yep. Jam. Like the For two sure. of them are once, you know, diamond in the rough personalities. But if you look like without the two of them, easily there are so many other people that could have been the stars of this season because you had so many really great personalities you had jamie uh who by all accounts you know has been toned down a lot more her story could have been her edit could have been very different you have heidi who gives really good confessionals thoughtful and smart um danny's a huge character um uh franny and and matt and if sling matthew hadn't gone anywhere and oh sling matthew Zane was crazy. That dude could have really also been like this season's Carolyn, I think. Like, I think yep. that like they did a great job with casting this season. Uh, and I, I want to see future cast be more like this cast because they were fun to watch. I, yeah, yeah I agree. There, there's more, you know, sometimes you have to have a villain in these shows because, but the reason is that you have to have a villain because it's dry. So you have to have someone to root against it's kind of fun to have a handful of people you're rooting for. Well, I think that the good, you know? the cool thing about this season is that we root because we're all rooting for Carolyn and rooting for Jam Jam and we're rooting mm-hmm. for Tika that we're rooting yeah. against people, but they're not villains. Right. Like, exactly. We're, we're okay. Really, yeah. if, we're okay in the end if they make it through because they're, they're not people that we hate or love to hate. Right. We right. like to root against them because we like rallying together rooting for the Tika three. I I, I totally agree. I feel like they're, I don't think there's a villain left, honestly. And I don't know if I could even take just, I don't know if there was a villain to start again. I don't take notes. So I don't don't play like, you know, I'm not voting. So, um, but I'd be happy with any of the winners going out. Um, of the final five or six, even um, I would have been fine with any of them. Um, I don't think we need to have a villain. We're just used to having a villain. Yeah. Right. Maybe we prefer people because we identify with them more so than others um, personally. So we cheer for our avatar and that, or we cheer for underdogs because, you know, I'm a Cubs fan. So I cheer <laughs> the underdog, but you know, I, that's just our nature, but we don't, I don't think we've had a villain in this season worth calling a villain. I think we have just some, we are cheering for louder than others, but we'll all, I think if any of the, I, I feel like if Claire would have been around for very long, I think she would have been able to be one hell of a, a villain. Oh, I think she yes, would have been I amazing. Think, and I think she would have been a Claire very would have gotten up some. Sh- I think Claire would have had some shenanigans. Maybe, maybe. But, you know, even then, some people might identify. It wasn't, it, it was just because of gameplay, not she because. Great, yeah, she gave great side eye. Great she yes, she did. Yes. Um, okay, moving over to the chat real quick. We got a couple of cool things from Sherry. 
it's so impressive they brought everything with them. I was thinking of you, Colleen, when it happened. I thought only Colleen would be so aware of what happened season to season. I don't know if in the moment if I was really hungry, if I would have been aware. I might have been like, bring the rice. We could eat it like popcorn. While Jam Jam's putting on his, uh, you know, uh, big uh, monologue here. <laughs> <laughs> Get the subtitles. Uh, Sherry continues, I wish they'd go back to having the finale in the auditorium. It's fun to see them Me all dressed too. up and cleaned up. And if they get back to their real lives. Yeah, I like that too. It was cool in 2020. Uh, I'm sorry, in seasons uh, 41 and 42, because we were still in that vibe. Like that was the vibe of the time that we were watching it. But yeah, like, I feel yeah, like right? I, it's time now to Now we want to be out, right? We yeah. want to be out. We want to go to social events and see each other all cleaned up and dressed up for the nine. So exactly exactly yes. uh, and then she finishes with have you uh, noticed that carolyn has been using the tribe paint to paint her nails i, I hadn't that. but i love that i like i absolutely love that you said that because i have it in my notes with a question mark carolyn's fingernails are a different color question mark <laughs> because they did a close-up she chews on her nails a lot so we get a lot of mm. shots of her chewing on her nails yeah. and i remember looking last week and i was like which Man, now I'm doing because you said it. See? her And her fingernail polish was like worn about halfway down her nails. And I remember thinking to myself, hey, that's pretty good given the fact that they're out there and it's like day 20, whatever, like, and she still has half of those that fingernail polish. And then tonight I see her and she's got all of this. They're all painted. And thanks that's for awesome. noticing. I'm so glad someone else noticed it. I want a scene in which they're all giving each other mani-pedis with that tribe paint. Yes. Yeah. I like enough with the yoga on the beach. Give me a good yeah, old fashioned beach mani petty at yeah. a reasonable hour that's not dawn scene, please. <laughs> I would watch it. Yeah. Uh, okay, any last thoughts on this week's episode? Otherwise, uh, we have an email from Mandy and we will get into the tally the votes. Elena, you are free to make predictions if you'd like to. Well, I have Jackson is I have eleven pages of notes, and we didn't talk about much of what happened during the episode. That's a good point. Okay, <laughs> but, go ahead. But I'm glad that I was super focused because I feel like I could have a conversation about it that I wasn't normally capable of having. But I, it's just, um, it's a totally different experience paying this much attention. <laughs> Or talking about it than just going home and listening about it. But awesome, you guys. Appreciate you every week. Love tuning in to hear you guys commentate. And Jack, miss you this week. Um, but happy oh, to be Oh, thank here. you. We love when we get to yeah, talk to nice. you. Jack should be absent more often. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, bring it in. Bring it in the any notes, I guarantee it. <laughs> No, he definitely does not. You know, it's funny. I'm glad that you two took such great notes because the more that the kids watch with us, the louder it is. <laughs> that it's tough for me to, because I'm always going, shh, shh. Mm -hmm. That yeah. I feel like my attention over the last two seasons has been not as great. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm constantly being like, shh, stop it. Talking, I can't hear. You have you definitely have an appreciation. I did have a new appreciation for the show and every like blow by blow, moment by moment, when you're looking for something versus just kind of absorbing it and chatting and you know, yeah. or amongst friends and barely keeping on with subtitles. But all are also. Every way to watch Survivor is a good way to watch Survivor. So that's that's very, very well, true. If it's your, you know, if you're 
following along, taking notes and you're just watching with friends or if you're watching friends watch Survivor, because we've done that before too. We've tried to um, at Raleigh Brewing where we watch um, every few weeks when we can get together. We kind of recruit people who are just barely watching what's happening on the TV. Like, come on, you know you want to watch. Just pay attention and you'll get hooked just like the rest of us. Yeah. Um, okay, but is there anything from your 11 pages of notes that you wanted to address? Um, no, I mean, I thought that the, um, that the idol hunt was interesting. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, so Heidi got, I, I, I have it in my own notes too, but yeah, Heidi got up uh, before dawn to go search for an idol and they busted her real quick. Yep. And then everybody else did. <laughs> Now, do you think that they thought that she played the, the idol she played came from that Dawn search? I bet they do. I, I, I wonder, like, if they ask and she, I wonder what she says. Someone's going to ask her. So what does she, does she lie or does she tell the truth? And does it yeah. matter? I don't think it matters at this point when there's yeah. five does left. It, I mean, if you, <laughs> but if you had, like, if you, if you said, oh, no, this is an idol I had before, you know, merge. Well, I Does that make a little bit more of a target? Like, oh, you're sneaky, right? I or I feel like Car so Carson went out after her because he was he realized that Carolyn had played her idol and that an mm -hmm. idol was back in the game. Back. Yeah. So does he care if she found Carolyn's idol or already had one? So I don't know if, but that... if she, but if she does say, yeah, I found it, that will keep people from looking so maybe, thoroughly. maybe, yeah. So, so maybe it does matter. It could play in that way, depending on you know if they even think to ask or if she is honest about the answer. She um, should have said that Jamie gave it to me. <laughs> yeah, Jamie it gave me Matt's idol. Matt lives Matt's idol, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I thought that the reward challenge was interesting with the blind uh, table maze. Table maze. I actually cool. really like that challenge. Yeah, to be I, yeah. I mean, it I thought the table maze as table mazes go was easy, but yeah, they were no, blindfolded. So you know, um, then yam yam with the whole twist, the sanctuary, which gave me my menu for next week. <laughs> Shout out to, um. Are you having a finale, yeah, party? Having a finale next week at my house? Um, maybe we'll, maybe I'll be there. We're not recording until yeah, Thursday. No, next I week. hope Correct. hope you will. Tell um, yeah, It'll tell Zach there will be sandwiches, fruit, and mackerel <laughs> at the Casanova Sanctuary. Um, no massages. No, no massages. That's where we draw the line. Zachary will um, he'll he'll agree to give a massage. Zach is okay. providing massages. I'm I'm down with that. Um, or well, maybe not. Sorry, just kidding. Um, <laughs> it's not weird, don't worry. Well, you know what I mean. It's all good. Um, then you know, just the end, Tika. Do they break up? Do they not? And you know, at the end of the day, votes tallied, they they continue to be a force to be reckoned with. They bring Heidi on, you know, as their plus plus one, so four to two, and Jamie Falls. That's so. Those are my notes. There you go. There you go. They were good notes. Hey, well, there was some 
summarized 11 pages down to they served you well they served, they served me served well us all. they served us all well well i had to stay on track otherwise <laughs> all right let's take a quick break uh we will come back we have an email from mandy we'll do the tally of the votes and then we'll see you all next thursday for the finale uh recap okay here we go all right, we're back, and uh, we've got. We're going to kick this off with an email from Mandy, uh, titled "See You Friday." So this weekend is the meetup, and I think the three of us, and Mandy, and Sherry, and Jack, will all be in the same place this weekend. We'll so that's there. pretty cool. Woohoo! Um, Mandy says, uh, "Maddie asked me tonight, who are the people uh, demoing the challenge?" I explained the dream team. And uh, now uh, encouraging her to be that when she grows up. The, sounds like a pretty cool career. Right? Uh, uh, did Carolyn use the flag paint to do her nails? Oh, yes! she noticed yes! yes. If not, I need to know what gel polish she uses. So that's why they brought the paintbrushes with them. Because Carolyn needed to continue Touch to, to keep her nails. her nails looking good. <laughs> you know, that sand is really rough on the fingers, okay? Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, Maddie totally fire making. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Maddie totally thought Carolyn was going home. I failed as a parent because Carolyn is winning this game and it has about 14 exclamation points. I didn't count, but it seems like that many. Um, in past season, I'm sorry, in seasons past for the final tally, you each pick who uh, is one to five placement. And if you're right, you get a point for each. Okay. Oh, okay. Good. She took notes. She she took notes. See, she remembers. I'm so glad because I didn't, and I said I would. I vowed it, but I broke that vow. I mean, <laughs> in, to, to be fair, I, I had a bit of an issue with my. It was a day. It was, it was a day. A, it was a it was a night last night that led to a day today. I'm very tired. Oh, I didn't even tell you guys that after that whole water coming through the ceiling thing, Alex woke up screaming with shin splints. It was like 45 minutes. Oh, I didn't oh. get back into bed until 1.30. And by then I couldn't, I was like, kind of like hyped. I got stung by a wasp, a yellow jacket the oh, other day God. while cleaning for the power washing. I stumbled across a yellow jacket's nest that's in my backyard. I got stung. I'm allergic to them. So I didn't sleep on Monday night because I took, I took the Benadryl. Those bennies put me out real early, but then like they wore off by like two in the morning. And then I was, I was, I was convinced it was five in the morning. So I didn't want to take more because oh I didn't want to like, I didn't want to then like sleep through like wake up time. Yep. And I was just in pain for hours. And my leg yesterday was double the size of my other leg. Oh my it God. was, I had, oh, it was so bad. I had pants on at one point. I looked in the mirror and it was like, like a, my left leg was like a python had swallowed something. And my right you leg. You had was this normal. happen before, right? Geocaching. Twice before, yes. Yeah. I feel like we have, we've had a geocaching incident before. Two geocaching incidents <laughs> yeah. in which I stumbled upon Yellow Jacket's oh nest. My God. Thank God I saw them as soon as I moved the, uh, they were in the wood that's for the fire pit. And I moved them because I was moving everything out of the way for the, the power washing. And thank God, after I moved the first two and I went back to move the rest, I noticed they were there. And I was far enough away that I thought I was safe. But then, you know, I felt it sting me. And I was like, oh, this isn't going to be good later. But yet it's, you know, 630 at night. And I, I have to finish. I have to finish before it gets dark and the snakes come out. So... <laughs> 
so you I see how the it. karma see how the karma plays out when you rescue a snake just saying see what uh, happens anyway so whatever it, it's so i didn't sleep on monday i didn't sleep on tuesday i'm incredibly tired now so i'm gonna go to sleep as as soon as this episode is All posted right, wrap it up anyway yeah let's wrap it up so um anyway okay point for each point for each i swear to god we did more points as it got in i know we did more points as it got in like the closer we got to it they we they'd be worth more points right like yes. each one in was worth more so yes. okay should we make this like really easy where it's like there's five so the first one's one point the second one's two you know what i mean and then you go to the last one and that's the five point Maybe I'm looking at the tally the votes for Is that uh, what we did? season 43 right now. And okay, this is what we did. Okay. So fifth place was one point. Right. Fourth place was worth two points. Yep. Uh, okay. Third place was three. Fourth yep. was four. I'm sorry. Uh, second was four. First was five points. So five. we did it like that. Okay. And uh Jay had the rule that you had to get them in order to get all the points. Mm. We changed the rules, I think, where you got the points if you got that person. So, like, Regardless for instance, I had Carla in fifth, Jesse in fourth, Gabler in third, Owen in second, Cassidy in first. I would have gotten points for Jesse being in fourth. Um, and that was it because the and rest did <laughs> Yeah. You have to match. You don't have to. You have to them. match it to get the points. So, yes. Okay. So, I am actually going to copy and paste the one from last year because all the colors are in order. There you uh, go. Let me share the screen here. Um, in the meantime, though. Uh, oh, there we go. 44 tally votes. All right. As far as Jamie goes uh, for last season, I've got to figure out where I am here. Okay, this is 43. This is 44. Okay. Sorry, got a lot of tabs open all of a sudden. Uh, so Jamie, uh, Jamie Joe had her pre-merge. Jack and I had her merge. So Jack and I both get points. So that means Jack has eight points and I have eight points. So we are tied now as far as that goes. As far as last week, I had Lauren, Jack had Carolyn, Jamie had Jam Jam. So none of us had, uh, what's her name, going home? Jamie. Amy, thank you. Uh, going home. And yeah, so as far as nobody gets any points for that. So as far as who's going home for this week, let me hang up. Nope. All right. So I will start with Jack because he sent them to me here on Facebook. So Jack has uh, Heidi in fifth. Uh, actually, Jamie, can you read them out? Are you in the Facebook so I can type it while? I can be in just a shake of a lamb's tail. Okay. Tell you what it is. Get your shake of the lamb's tail and I will type it as you read it because I think that that will be easier okay. to make this go quicker. Okay. All right. Jack has Heidi for five. Okay. Lauren uh... for four. Okay. Carson for three. Okay. Carolyn for two. Oh. And Jam Jam as one. Okay. All right. Uh, I can go, Jamie, unless you want to go. Whichever. You Go ahead, then. We'll okay. go ahead. 
I have. Uh, I have Lauren... mine set, so nothing you say is going to change me. All right. I've got Lauren for five. Okay. Jam Jam for four. Mm. Oh, wow. You think he's going out at fire, huh? Yep. Okay. Heidi, Heidi for three. Okay. Carolyn, two. Carson oh. for win. Oh. Like oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So I also have Lauren for five. Uh, I have Heidi for four, although I am uncomfortable with that decision because I do think, you know what? I'm changing. I'm switching my Carson and Carolyn. I'm sorry, my Carson and Heidi. I had originally Heidi at four, Carson at three. I'm going to do Carson at four because I really think the fire in the glasses that we've gotten like 17 times is go. indicating yeah. something. Uh, I think Heidi will be in third. I, I'm going to put Jam Jam in uh, second, and I'm going with Carolyn for the win. I usually – now, you know, guys, that I have – whoever I put as my winner's pick, I do the strategy of – Yeah, you spread, spreadsheet it. Yep. I always spreadsheet it. I'm going to make a huge gamble this year and go outside of my comfort zone and do Carolyn for both because I – Look, if I'm talking about you in therapy, then you're going to be my winner's pick across the board. That's we it. need her to win. I mean, <laughs> I know I have, Car- I have Carson for my win, and I really go back and forth between he and Carolyn, but my heart is, it's, is with Carolyn winning. Like, it really is. Yes. I, as We're all winners. This so say we all. And they are, <laughs> yeah. So points be damned. I think any of those outcomes are great as, as, uh, viewers. And, um, I could say that cause I didn't have to make a decision, but Hey, why don't you no, let us know? No stakes riding can on you just toss, toss one out there. Do you have a loosey goosey list that you could throw? Yeah. Come no, on. You know what? To be honest with you, I was a little anxiety thinking I might have to do it. And I'm glad I didn't because honestly, <laughs> I mean, again, I feel like Heidi has been my personal avatar. I'd love to see her win from like a, just so many similarities as us as people. Did she have the best game? Does she have the best story? Probably not. I love the Tika story. um, And I'd be happy with any of the three um, coming out of that, honestly. Um, And Lauren, again, Lauren, I was preseason. Just her story coming in was great. So not to be a wishy-washy person, but I'm totally happy with any of them coming who out. Do of you, who do you think out of Tika, who do you, out of those three, who would you pick for your winner's pick? Who would I pick out of my winner's No, out of the pick? five. Give us out of the five left. Who do you think? No, I, I think my winner would come out of Tika. I think that makes the best story of the season. So I'm, you know, any other preconceived preseason notions aside, I feel like Tika's got to win it to make it the um, best of the best. Mm-hmm. Um I think Carolyn has had the greatest edit. I think she has just been so much of a favorite. Um, I think her character um, is so different and new. I feel like Mm -hmm. Carolyn is the best avatar for the season coming out of it. And I, 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 I really love her. I love her as a person. I love her as you know, what she's overcome is um, in her lifetime. And I love what she brought to the season. So Carolyn. All right, there we go. Um, And here's my, here's what I will do next week. I will share the video 
that I have that Jam Jam made, took yes. my phone at 11.45 at night, whatever time it was, 10.45 at night, took oh my, gosh, my phone so and made a video telling my children to go brush their teeth. <laughs> I will screen share that video and share it next week. Yes. No matter what, because <laughs> it's delightful and I can't it believe is. that. Yes, I will do that. And I have pictures from that night too with, uh, I, have, I have one with Heidi. Remember, oh, were you there, Elena, when I went to take this? Because she and I have a mutual friend, and I went to take a selfie of us. And instead, I screenshotted the selfie. I don't have that, but I have many of you and Jam Jam, which I had to show. <laughs> I showed to a number of people, like, look, I saw him. Here's him. And my friend Colleen, because I would take a picture with him. I didn't take a picture with him myself. But... Yeah, I'm drawn to people that are loud because I am loud. (laughs) We're very fortunate to have had um, so much, like the last two seasons, it's been really great to just be in a place where we see so many of the contestants and we get to know them and just experience them. Yeah, there needs to be, there needs to be something like that in Raleigh every season because it's the only reason I'm going to be able to get there. Unless the random one on like Long Island specifically. So my kids can stay there and it's during a track out week. Otherwise <laughs> that's it. It's been, it's been great. <laughs> like le- again, last few seasons, just be, we've been at the right place at the right time for that kind of stuff. And yes. it's been super fun. So if, yeah. if we had any more reason to be invested in survivor, like just the personal relationships we've made or have had a chance to engage with these players, it's yes. been so awesome. So yes. um, super fun. Yeah. Can we okay. what's next? Yes. Um, and we'll find out, although it's gonna be 90 minutes, and I will go on record saying I hate that. <laughs> I do. I, it's start, a lot of notes. Can we start it at 7 <laughs> 30 then, please? <laughs> can it start earlier? <laughs> right. Wheel of Fortune or Judge Judy. We don't need them. Exactly. Um, all right. Anyway, thank you all for getting through this and listening. Um, happy to talk about this. Elena, thank you so much for stepping in for Jack and joining us tonight. Thank you. And yeah, thank you to the patrons, especially the ones that contribute a certain level. And that'd be Eckhart Rigner, Tack from Tokyo, Magna the Magnificent, Joanna the Planet, and the Creepy Poopy Head Mailman. Thank you guys so much. Um, yeah, if you'd like to be a patron, you can go to patreon.com slash jnjack. If you have any feedback for us, like Mandy had, survivorjjc at gmail.com. Okay, I don't think I've missed anything. And we'll see you all next week, next Thursday. Um, I don't think we have a set time yet, but, you know, if you're subscribed or you're on the Facebook group or whatever, like, um, you know, we'll put it out there so everybody knows. Um, okay, on that note, thanks again. Uh, my name is Colleen. I'm Jamie. I'm filling in for Jack. (laughs) Peace out, everybody. Bye.